Hi, I'm Miriam. I'm Arielle. And you're listening to 7 Minutes in Heaven. The sex news podcast by sluts. For sluts. episode I was saying that I wasn't gonna give that kid head until mm. he went down on me so I did I gave him head he did prior to him going down on you yeah I was trying so hard not to and I was like telling my <laughs> therapist this yesterday I was like I was really trying not to and then I just did because I have this need to please mm. and not prioritize myself which is just like so against what I preach yeah but I feel like I also am preaching it all the time so that other people behave that way. So then it just kind of comes back full, full circle to me. And so that it's easier for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but so I went on a date with him last night. And I don't think I gave him head. I can't really remember because I was kind of drunk. Mm. But I told him he needed to go down on me. Mm. And he was like, uh, okay, fine, I will. And I'm like, I mean... And he's never gone down on you until... I think maybe he did one time when we were in this room, actually, on the couch right behind oh. you. <laughs> but I think maybe I was spotting or something, and he wasn't really into it, which made me think he was tasting, like, the blood. Oh, yeah. But I think yeah. it was actually just him, like, not. He just doesn't like it? I don't really remember what I said, but he was like, oh, okay, you like you want me to, like, want to do it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, no shit. <laughs> if you were just like, oh, I guess I'll give you a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes down on me for, like... Maybe one minute. Maybe that's the could be even generous. It could have been like thirty seconds. And he was like, "Did you come?" Oh my god, I, that has never actually that's happened like those to me. Memes. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm like, no, are you kidding me? So then I was like, that was one second, and he said, "Really, it felt like so long." I'm like, "Fuck you, dude." What the hell? So then he just goes down, and I'm like shoving his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and I just, I never came and he didn't come again. So in the morning, um, I was just like, this is, this is pretty awkward. And I don't know. I think he felt awkward because immediately at 930 I woke him up and then he was like, all right, let's go. But he was like, let me buy you a bagel, whatever. Mm. So why would he want to spend more time with me? If he, if he doesn't want to eat your pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just, it might just be society, you know? Like, why do I attract non-pussy eaters? And the only people who want to eat my pussy are, it just never works out. Like, yeah. Our personalities don't mesh. I mean, you could talk to him about it when you're sober and say, hey, it's not fair that, like, I give you a blowjob and make you come with my mouth. No, he's never come. Oh. Yeah, he is like, issues, too. Wow, you guys are, like, a match made in heaven. Well, I was thinking I would, <laughs> if he were to text me, which I don't know why he wouldn't, um, I think I'll just be like, I like you, but I don't think that we're compatible sexually. Yeah. Because this is the, the third time... We've had a sleepover, and neither of us have come. And he put on a condom again, and he, like, got soft. So. And, like, blowjob to orgasm is the worst. Blowjob. Like, for me, a blowjob is, like, foreplay, and then we're going to have sex. But I'm not going to, like, taste your semen. Yeah, yeah. And so he, yeah, he, we, like, can't have sex, and I mm-hmm. 
don't finish him, but he told me that I have skills, I think with a Z at the end of that. Good, good. <laughs> I was like, I know, you don't. <laughs> um, Shit. Yeah, so I was really sad today, just sad that I don't have sex. I don't think it's you. I think that I've I've been with plenty of guys who didn't want to eat my pussy. I just didn't give them head. Yeah, like it was just like, okay, we'll just have sex. You know? Yeah. But I also but don't... But then you come. And that's the difference yeah. between you yeah. and me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also, I don't care if I don't make a guy come. Like, I've been with guys and I didn't make them come. Because you are self-actualized <laughs> and confident and amazing. I think I just hate men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're just a cum factory. <laughs> you're gonna make me come. <laughs> and if you don't, then you need to leave. The second reason recently of why I think God is real... Um, I don't know if I told you about number one, but it's totally irrelevant right now. So Miriam and I were going to roll a little bit for this Purim party, not Purim, Purim, Purim party, <laughs> and which is a Jewish holiday for those who don't know. It's Jewish Halloween. Jewish Halloween, yeah. We were going to roll and she couldn't find the molly, which like next time just look for it before. I you. know. I thought I knew where it was <laughs> and then I looked through the entire thing. I don't know where. So... I was like, ugh, this um, this is kind of annoying, but there must be a reason. Yeah. There must be a reason this isn't happening. You and said there was, that. yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I was like, maybe... This is part of God. God's plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to House of Yes, that's where the uh, the party was at, um, and they hiked up the tickets to $50. Yeah. they are going to be 30 And they also said we could have bought them online, which, like, was a lie. They were sold out online. We could have we could have gotten it online uh, if we like had done it. Okay, like, well I'm glad that we didn't because we wouldn't like we probably wouldn't have gone in because the line was so long. Yeah, you know? I mean we would have gotten in, but it would have taken. Oh right, we would have gone on the short. Okay, yeah. whatever. So anyway, we just didn't end up going in, and, and then if we were rolling, it just kind of would have been a waste. We would have paid the fifty bucks if we were rolling. You're I right, think you're <laughs> right. we would have been like, life is beautiful. You only live once, <laughs> which is why we left so late is because I was like YOLO let's pregame forever yeah (laughs) (laughs) um okay so basically that was my unsexy week yeah I could tell you the story that you've heard already but I'll tell it to our listeners yeah um I did a kind of crazy thing last weekend I'll start with the backstory there's this guy I went to college with that I used to have sex with all the time he had a big dick and he was Jewish I told you the guy this story today you did <laughs> such a good story um yeah he he and I like had a, a purely sexual relationship but I think we like could have dated because we just were both really fiending for a significant other and we both ended up dating other people mm-hmm. um anyway we graduated college he has a new girlfriend and we um have only hung out once since he's had a girlfriend just to get drinks like very casually and it was good, like, cleared a lot of the air. He apologized for things that I didn't even realize he needed to apologize for. Like which was super nice. Like what? Um, just, like, I remember there was one time over the summer before our senior year when we FaceTimed until 6 in the morning, and he was t- saying all these things, like, we're going to have a sleepover when I get back to school. And then we got back to school, and we had sex, and he left. And I was like, <laughs> didn't you say we were going to have a sleepover? You know, just men being the worst. Wait, how did... Okay, actually, never mind. I wanted to know how he met this other girl. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. He has a he has a girlfriend. I don't know how we, how we really met her, but um, he, yeah, he has a, he's been dating this girl for a while. He posts her all the time on his social media. 
I like know that he has a girlfriend and close that bridge. Um, but then he texted me on my birthday, which was a few weeks ago. Mm. <laughs> it was just a happy birthday text. And I, I like wrote happy birthday on his Facebook wall. So, you know, we'll Wait, do a little, did? I know I thought I was like, I didn't wish him a happy birthday, but then I looked at his Facebook and I saw that I had, so. I can't believe you wrote on his wall. I, I, I'm a Facebook wall girl. That's so funny. <laughs> well, especially cause I like felt pretty platonic, not platonic, but like, I know that nothing's going to happen cause he has a girlfriend. But then he texted me on my birthday and he kept talking to me like, hey, how's your life been going? And we just kept texting and I was like, you know what? I don't understand why I'm texting this guy. Like, he has a girlfriend. I'm just going to stop. Um, so then last weekend I was in Boston for my friend's birthday slash St. Patty's Day. And obviously I was very drunk. Um, and I don't know how he came up or why I thought of him, but I did. <laughs> and I basically ended up sending him... That Ariana Grande song, Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored. Do you want to sing it? I know that this ain't right, but I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I hope she doesn't sue us for that. I don't, I feel like Ari's <laughs> is going to be so happy that I did that. And I also yeah. want to know how many girls have done that. But anyway, I sent that to him thinking he wouldn't respond, thinking he would block my number or maybe get into a fight with his girlfriend. But he fucking responded and was like, oh, hello. <laughs> and then it turns out he... We just started talking, and he says, he asks to move to Facebook, because it's more discreet. Which it's not. <laughs> yeah, like Snapchat or Instagram, but not Facebook. Um, <laughs> you know, Facebook will, like, sell your data. At least on Instagram, you can unsend the message, you know? Yeah, and on Snapchat, it disappears. Yeah, yeah, no. Maybe he wanted to save the I think messages. he wanted, yeah, because he told me he had to delete our texts, um, and he was really upset about it. He was like, because those were memories. Message, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like they're on his computer. I feel like, yeah. It's in the cloud. He's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so we moved to Facebook and he's like, he basically says um, he wants to talk to me when we're sober. He wants to lick your clit. <laughs> and I'm like, why? And then he goes, because I want to know if what I'm in is right. And I'm like, clit. <laughs> I say, why? And then he says, because I think about you all the time. And then I was like, jaw drop. <laughs> like, sobered up. Um, yeah, we ended up talking and he said that I was the best he's ever had. Obviously. Yeah. And I don't know. I hope he breaks up with his girlfriend soon. If you're listening right now, break up with your girlfriend already. Um. I really hope he... I feel like this is pretty anonymous, right? Like, no one's gonna know who I'm talking about. No. Okay, good. You didn't say any names. And nothing, like, that could distinguish. I mean, a lot of men have girlfriends. Um, so when this happened, remember you called me? Yeah. And I thought that you were calling me because you wanted to know if I had finished editing the podcast. And I was like, I'm out right now. I'll do it later. (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, I'm so fucked up. Read these messages. (laughs) It was such a fun conversation to read. It was crazy. Like the conversation was so authentic. Yeah. Like wasn't, you weren't overthinking anything and it was just like, how you would respond in person, like, on your feet. Which... I was being super real. Well, I was yeah, also just fucking with are. him a little bit, because I know he has, like, like, I knew we weren't gonna fuck, but I kept saying, like, he was like, am I a bad person for this? And I was like, kind of, but my legs are still open, you know? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> like, I was just kind of fucking around. I didn't think it would get all serious, like, I think about... But he clarified he was drunk. Um, I do think he's in love with me and just isn't willing right, to admit it right now. Do you think now. that drunk drunk sentences or sober thoughts what what is the saying yeah drunk words are sober thoughts yes thank you i think so i think people like it loses loosens your inhibitions when you say shit that you would have never said otherwise so like when my ex-best friend punched me in the stomach 
<laughs> when she was drunk, like, that was on purpose. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also think that alcohol can, like, make you really angry sometimes. <laughs> she was a really angry person. <laughs> Damn, she punched you in the stomach? Yeah, I was like, she was pretty fucked up. Did it hurt? It hurt my... Me emotionally. <laughs> Which is even worse than physical pain. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good. I'm glad I'm not friends with her. Okay. News. Ooh, that was hot. Really? Yeah. I thought that was horrible. No, it was sexy. Okay, we're waiting on Emma's theme music. Let's fucking yeah. get it. Get it. Okay, you go ahead. Me first? Yeah, okay. Me, me first. So, me I found an article that said something a little crazy. Orgasms relieve <gasps> stress. <gasps> burr, 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 burr. Have you ever heard such a thing? Like, not really. <laughs> Basically, they're saying because it releases oxytocin, which it, like calms you the fuck down. I love oxytocin. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's that good, good. Um, <laughs> there was a study with 2,600 women, and they talked about different ways to cope with stress, and 39% of them masturbated to cope with stress. Mm. Um, orgasms may help with insomnia. Oxytocin calms you down, lets you go to sleep. Women who get enough sleep are likely to want to have sex more often. So if you're well-rested, you're down to have sex, and it could be, like, hmm. a positive feedback loop, you know? If you masturbate to fall asleep, like then you want... You get enough sleep, so you're not tired, and then you're, like, down to have sex. Then you have sex, and you can fall back asleep again, and you get more sleep, and then you want to have even more sex because oh, you got so much sleep. It is a, not a vicious <laughs> cycle, or a viciously sexy cycle. Yeah. Okay, I feel that. It also said that an orgasm is a natural painkiller, so it can relieve migraines and headaches, which I've actually experienced. Uh, my senior year of college, when I was dating my ex, we were both studying all day for finals. We had this like crazy two-week finals week where we I literally didn't hang out with anyone but him. Toxic. But it was really fun, and we were like falling in love and stuff, so that was cool. Um, but I remember we were Ew. both so... Yeah. We were both <laughs> so like just Adderall and coffeeed out. Like Our brains were off the wall we had been at the library for like 12 hours so we went back to his place and fucked and I was like I didn't even really want to have sex but then we started doing it I was like oh yeah this is good and it was like a great sex situation and then I felt so good like my head I was like wow I can study for another 12 hours now like <laughs> it really killed the headache yeah it was orgasms. amazing so <laughs> I have you had sex in a library before yeah <laughs> yeah with him we because one of the at, at Cornell, there's this, like, 161 things you have to do before you graduate. Yeah. I didn't do all of them, but one of them was have sex in the stacks, so we did that. Mm, wow. That's it was really cool. cool. Yeah, it I'm was, like, jealous. scary, but hot. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't come. That was probably one of the few times I didn't come from sex. I was about to have an orgasm in the library. I was just like, just quick, quick. He came. <laughs> <laughs> did he come inside you or, like, in a condom? I swallowed. But he used to come inside me. Wait, how did he... You were giving him head? We had sex, and then... He was like, I'm going to come. And I was like, cool, I'm going to swallow it because I don't want that in my underwear all day while I'm at the library. Because you what? Right. We were at the library. I was going to go back to study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We <I> all, <laughs> one yeah. time, we rented out, you could like rent out a room, not for money, but like you could book a private right, room. Right, right. And we went inside and we're just like, we didn't have sex, but we were like heavy petting. This guy knocks on the door. Thankfully at that point we were just like snuggling. We weren't doing anything. He comes into the room and he's like, we got some complaints. <laughs> oh my god. There's like a little window, I guess, and yeah. people could see us. Oh my god, damn. I know. I was like, you guys are all such stick up your asses. Yeah, like fucking Cornell <laughs> losers. Yeah. 
Everyone who goes to Cornell <laughs> is a loser. I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and the last one, the last point I had for this article was that one study suggested a link between frequent orgasms and living a longer life. We're going to live so long. Yeah. You're going to live longer than I am. I'm going to outlive all you motherfuckers. <laughs> That's pretty dope. I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know. If, definitely falling asleep. I feel that when I orgasm. Mm. And I usually masturbate um, at night. Before bed. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, when I'm in bed. Yeah. But... Sometimes I'm I'm so tired when I'm masturbating that I'll fall asleep while watching porn, like, <laughs> vibrated, like, on. And you wake up the next morning. And... No, no, no. I just, like, I'm, like, like going in and out of sleep, and then I mm. wake up, I'm like, I just gotta finish it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to sleep. <laughs> okay, in um, extremely less sexy news, there's, like, a new thing the New York Times reported about um, solo mooning, which is when you... When a couple is supposed to go on their honeymoon and they both go on separate ones. Oh. Um, and so the New York Times says it's often because the bride and groom can't compromise on a vacation because... F- <laughs> <laughs> like, why are you getting married? <laughs> because work is taking precedence over the couple's romance, so they plan their honeymoon separately. Um, so they say, given the recognition that for most couples today, marriage and partnership is considered all-consuming with a partner needing to fulfill every role physical, spiritual, emotional, and sexual, perhaps separate vacations as a recognition among some couples that all expectations cannot be met by a single person, a.k.a. back to polyamory. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, don't get married then. Yeah. Or, like, get married but have other partners who can travel with you. (laughs) 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 I mean, solo travel's fun, but... Isn't the whole point of a honeymoon that you're going to go somewhere together? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so, so that was like one, what one sociologist said, but then another researcher, Helen Fisher, do you know who that is? Mm-mm. She's, um, she was like a Kinsey Institute affiliate. Um, and I think she like works on the Upper East Side or something. Oh. I really, really want to meet her. Yeah. And I think she's Jewish. Of course. <laughs> Fisher. Um, she was like, um actually this is really stupid and people should go on honeymoons together because when you have that like intense honeymoon phase um you like have a lot of oxytocin and dopamine yeah um rushes and whatnot so she's vehemently against solo mooning and so unless you want a solo moon with yourself and not get married yeah you could (laughs) solo travel yeah (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's weird. I'm done. All right. So another study I read, also a Bustle article, was talking about the oral sex gap. So we all know about the orgasm gap, and you and I have talked about kind of the oral sex gap, but not have given, we haven't given it that exact name. But basically men receive almost two times as much oral sex as women do. So there are a lot of reasons, obviously. Um, but a big one is that women just feel uncomfortable asking for it. So, like, some women think their vaginas are gross mm-hmm. or think that guys don't want to go down on them yep. or whatever. <laughs> so, there are some tips that they had in the article for how to help if you feel this way. Oh, my God. Thank God. One was just to examine your negative beliefs about your body and realize that they are socially constructed. Mm-hmm. That, okay. like, society has told us that our bodies are gross, but they aren't. At least our bodies are definitely not less gross than men's bodies. Um... Second, I said, like, look at your genitals. Just look at them. The more familiar you are with them, the more you're going to feel comfortable about them. So Mm -hmm. if you know what they look like, 
you're gonna like them more. It's just true of everything. Familiarity what breeds. What does your vulva look like? I don't think I've ever seen it. I have like a porn pussy. What does that I've mean? I've been like told that before. It's like very pink, very symmetrical. Um, I think that's why it's easy for men to make me come because, because they see it in porn and it, they know like where the clit is. It's like right there. It's like hey. <laughs> I'm right here. Okay, well, you know how, like, sometimes a vulva will, like, hang down low, or, mm-hmm. like, it just looks like a slit, or, like, I don't know, a lot of different... I have, like, folds. You can see, like, there's, like, a labia. Like, when you're just standing? Oh, yeah. You can... Yeah. It's, like, a slit, and then you can see a little pink. Okay. Okay. Like a little it. bit. It's, like, a little little tongue out. But, yeah, and then the last point to remember was that if someone's having sex with you, they probably want to make you come. Um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's true. I guess this was kind of focusing more on people who are in relationships Mm -hmm. and the assumption is that your partner wants to make you happy. But if you're having sex with someone, it's a fucking 50, 50. I mean, unless you're having sex with me, then it's a hundred me and zero you. But otherwise, (laughs) if you're having sex, you're both supposed to be making each other come. But especially men should be making women come because there's a wage gap and sexism and sexual assault and we can't even walk down the street without feeling comfortable so the least men can do is make us come with their mouths fucking come yeah i'm gonna behead the next person who doesn't make me come yeah and then they won't be able to give anyone head yeah behead no they they won't be able to receive head yeah well if you behead them you can keep their head and get head whenever you want (laughs) i do think what you were mentioning earlier holding his head there yeah it's a power move yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. sexy. It's like I can be so aggressive in some ways, but then when it comes to to reaching orgasm, I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't deserve it. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sad. You'll it's get sad. there. Yeah, I started to talk about it in therapy, so yeah. like I'm, I'm working through it. Um, okay, well, speaking of orgasms, which is literally all we talk about. <laughs> Um, A new study showed that marijuana before sex makes it twice as likely for women to orgasm. Oh, Um, yeah. Which, like, if you are a stoner is pretty obvious um, because your senses are just, like, totally heightened. The researchers uh, ran a survey with 373 women, not all of them were stoners, but just some of them. And probably, they don't even have to be stoners, just, like, smoking before sex. Um, And so they found that... If you do smoke before, you're 2.13% more likely to have a satisfactory orgasm, which isn't as great as I was expecting. Um, Compared to an unsatisfactory orgasm? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I mean, we know there's different levels of orgasm, so it's not not like you're going to have a mind-blowing one, but like, you know, like an okay one. Are you ever masturbating and and you kind of... You like almost miss it, and it just sort of happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then you're like, ugh. Yeah, it's like, ugh, I just wasted it. Yeah, and then you're like, oh my god, this porn is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I must turn it off. Delete history. And now, yeah, I use incognito window. I don't. And now, you know how on Google Chrome it'll show you like your top eight most visited sites. Like number three is Pornhub. Mm -hmm. Dude, (laughs) just like an ass. Wait, who's ass? 
some porn star's ass. <laughs> so because page. I had that when I was um, living in my New Jersey house and my three siblings and I shared one computer. Oh my god. And I was just discovering porn. <laughs> <laughs> and it would like show up there and then I, like no one ever brought it up to me but then I just realized I have to use incognito mode. <laughs> um, my siblings always used to walk in on me watching porn but again I don't think that they like noticed because they probably weren't thinking that that's what I would be doing. <laughs> I wasn't even masturbating, I was just watching. Um, But yeah, so the the study's authors say, it has been postulated that it leads to improvement in sexual function simply by lowering stress and anxiety, which, I mean, that's a huge reason why I'm not orgasming is because I have all this stress and anxiety in my head. It may slow the temporal perception of time and prolong the feelings Mm. of pleasurable sensations. It may lower sexual inhibitions and increase confidence and a willingness, willingness to experiment. Marijuana is also known to heighten sensations such as touch, smell, mm-hmm. sight, taste, and hearing. I feel like high sex, it's like you kind of, you're just like, it, it, that's the only time I really lose myself. Yeah. I feel like, because like, I feel, even me, who's mm-hmm. so like sexual, when I have sex, there's always a moment where I'm like, huh, so tomorrow I need to buy some milk and go to the grocery, <laughs> you know, like you just kind of dissociate for a sec. You're like, okay, yeah, like I'm getting banged right now but also like I really do need to do those things you know that honestly that never happens to me it happens to me sometimes I know that's like a meme. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I smoke pot I like that doesn't really happen and I'm it just feels like like bodies you know yeah bodies, bodies. bodies. okay yeah. but negatives of smoking the dry mouth oh yeah um, I like can't give head it's horrible I always have to like pause go get water or like I have to go tell him to go get water oh that's why you gotta fill up the bottle and have it on the nightstand before I usually you start. do but then sometimes like we're smoking so much that we like we'll finish it mm. you know um and I did read somewhere that although this study didn't say it some women can get dry in their vaginas from mm. weed but like I mean lube is easy but it's, yeah it's harder to like hydrate your mouth and your vagina I think um, but one time I was so high when I was having sex, uh, or like I was, we were petting, as you said. <laughs> um, and this guy was on top of me and I was like, holy shit, like put on a condom, uh, at least. I thought he was like fucking me. His, his pants were all on and <laughs> I just was so high that I thought he was already penetrating <laughs> That hasn't happened again. It was like. When I first lost my virginity. Yeah. So I was like, maybe. I also feel like when you're high, time goes by so slowly that... Time goes yeah. by. Yeah. <laughs> so slowly. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it makes it seem like the foreplay is lasting longer than it is, and it, like, builds it up more, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, more of a tease. And so since I stopped smoking, um, although I did buy edibles today, because I'm... <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I can have those, but since I stopped last night, I didn't smoke, and I think that there was a huge difference between mm. hooking up with him that time and last week and last week it was way better damn even though still neither of us came but I definitely noticed like I think I usually always smoke before I have sex mm. not that it leads to orgasm but definitely notice that it makes everything worse I feel like only a male audience will really resonate with this which I don't know how big our male audience is <laughs> but do you know Mia Khalifa Mia Khalifa? Mia Khalifa. She isn't, she doesn't consider herself a porn star, but she has a couple videos on Pornhub where she's wearing a hijab, and she's, like, the first woman to, like, 
be having sex with a hijab. She's really hot. Um, She's Muslim. And she just got engaged to this guy, Rob Sandberg. He's a Swedish chef. And I was researching so hard the other day at work to find out if he was Jewish so I could write about it for for work. (laughs) I work at a Jewish media company. Um, Couldn't find out. But Rob Sandberg... Sounds like a Jew. Right? But he's also Swedish. Are Jews named Rob? Yeah. Yeah, I've made out with a few Robs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously all Jewish. Um, so th- her fans are really, really upset. Even that she's she- getting married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now she's like a Twitch streamer, but anyway, I guess no one gives a shit. <laughs> okay. Our topic of the week is Porn. All right, you guys, I've never gone so in-depth into a study before, but this is because I actually uh, was a... I helped do this study. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Wait, is this the study that you coded for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So I talked about this study in episode one or yeah. two, one of them. Um, all right, so it's called Orgas- From Orgasms to Spanking, a content analysis of the... Uh, agentic? Wait, is that what it is? Agentic. I don't know if I... Okay. And objectifying sexual scripts in feminist for women and mainstream pornography by Nicole Fritz and Brian Paul. I have a huge crush on Brian Paul, and Mm. he's definitely not going to listen to this, so... So I I shouldn't send it to him. No, yeah, don't send it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so after my human sexuality class, um, my teacher, Debbie Herbenick, which is like this huge um, sex researcher... She's not huge. She's popular. She reminds me of Charlotte from Sex and the City, but she's, mm. like, a badass bitch. Anyway, uh, she hooked me up with this study. So, basically, I watched 10 videos a week, um, 10 porn videos a week, and I coded them for content. And I bet you liked that. Yeah, it was so cool. And because I was, I did it when I was in my sorority house, a bunch of my, like, sisters would watch it with me. <laughs> and my sorority mom, like, my big whatever actually cried at one of the first video that she watched which was of two gay men punching each other in the dicks oh my god yeah she's like very prude and i don't think has really ever watched porn before and that was like the first thing that she saw so like she didn't cry from joy (laughs) no 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 she was like horrified (laughs) i was also a bit like i was shocked and then I feel like this is what really got me into sex research because I saw all this crazy stuff and sort of was desensitized to all of it. And the last video that I saw, which was of sounding, you know what that is? When you stick like a oh, needle yeah. into a urethra. Yep. I was like, whoa. And now I have boys messaging me telling me that they do it for real. Which like, cool. I don't think yeah. Teach their it. own. <laughs> um, all right. So this study wanted to see... They wanted to find out what the effects of porn are on women. So there's, like, the whole debate of anti-porn, um, the debate on anti-porn and pro-porn is that you can learn stuff from watching porn, but then also you're learning to objectify women and whatnot. So, but they want to see if porn can be helpful and, like, change sexual scripts. Mm. Um, the thing was, no one has ever really, uh, coded feminist porn or porn for women really only mainstream porn so that's what i was doing um and the difference between this is that mainstream porn is just sexually explicit content created for mass consumption 
It's usually free and usually for men. Feminist porn is made by people who want to create content that shows agency and genuine genuine pleasure, as well as challenging traditional gender roles and heteronormative beauty standards. So they want to compare these sexual scripts of sexual objectification and sexual agency, and that an agency is like the ability to initiate sex and refuse unwanted acts versus mm. like just being hit and spanked and everything. Which I love. Yeah. <laughs> and so they do note that like there's a difference between that being consensual and so if I'm a, if I'm a if I'm coding for uh, an aggressive act, like that doesn't necessarily mean that it if they wanted it, then you do have control over your agency. Do you know mm, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Versus like explicitly not wanting it. Um, okay, so in order to frame this more, so Bandura's uh, social cognitive theory explains that people can learn behaviors and scripts from watching others and observing the consequences and rewards of the behavior. So studying what women are watching in porn is really important in learning like what what we're getting from that Mm. and if we're what we're watching is like you know if we see men orgasming all the time and women not then we're learning that that's what's okay and that's what we should be doing in real life um okay so no one has explored like i said if the four women or feminist um categories are different from mainstream porn so that's what this did um, and so what they found was that the effects of mainstream, or this isn't from this study, a different study showed that the effects of mainstream porn on men were associated with higher rates of hostile sexism and the belief that women are sex objects and there's the rape myth acceptance in men. And this also has a similar effect on women, not studied as much, but the research does suggest that women who watch porn might also view women as sex objects and like internalizing that. Um, okay, so the way that this study went, the method uh, for mainstream videos, they were taken from Pornhub, from the five largest categories, which were teen, big tits, brunette, amateur, blonde. So mm. no redheads. <laughs> um, the four women category is a category on Pornhub, so that's yep. not like feminist porn. Is that what you watch? No. <laughs> so the four women is really just like, what people think women want yeah. to see. Um, and then feminist porn was coming from these two sites called Crashpad and Lust Cinema. Hmm. Um, that's not Erica Lust, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I haven't heard of either of those sites before. Yeah. Um, okay, so what we coded for, so I was one of the coders. There was one guy and um, four other girls we were coding for objectification, um, which we characterize as extended camera focus on genitals, double penetration, gaping of the anus or vagina. Have you ever had your asshole gaped? No. No, yeah, it sounds horrible. <laughs> External ejaculation on the body, like a cum shot, stripping for the camera, verbal and physical aggression. And then we also coded for sexual agency, which we categorize as initiation of sex, direction of sex, and touching one's genitals, and also orgasm, which they know it, that's not, like, the purpose of sex, but if you do orgasm on camera like a man does, um, it just shows that, like, you are getting pleased in, yeah. a, in a very explicit way. So the results. In terms of objectif- object- well, objectification, <laughs> mainstream porn had the highest objectification scores, of course, 
And then the four women category had a higher score than feminist porn, which, you know, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, Come shots. Oh, also, I'm not going over everything because there was so much, but I am going over a lot. Um, Come shots. Mainstream porn had the most. It was like 83% of the videos had cum shots versus um, 36% in feminist scenes. Word. Which is great. I don't need that cum shot. Exactly. Don't need to see it. I hate it. Yeah. Why is that the money shot? I'll pay money not to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So external ejaculation usually ends the scene, and that suggests that cum shots are expected. Mm. Not only that, but that sex ends in male orgasm. Yeah. Okay. So, and then in sexual agency... Only queer feminist porn, not heterosexual feminist porn, so there is a difference in that regard, had higher levels of agency, Um, which there was like this study that came out a couple years ago, also conducted by IU, um, that showed that lesbians were having way more orgasms than anyone else. Mm. You remember that? Um, So like this also makes sense in queer feminist porn, um, lesbians are like, or and they don't even necessarily have to be lesbians, just like someone who's queer which would be, what else, like trans? Like a, yeah. Just any non-binary. Non-binary. Yeah. Um, Okay, in terms of directing your partner, like telling them what you want, feminist porn, again, had the most because it's all about communication and like telling each other what you want and that's going to lead to orgasm. Physical aggression. In mainstream porn, women were the target of the aggression. So this is what it says in the study. Although all physically aggressive acts may not cause extreme pain or degradation, degrade, degradation, whatever, <laughs> the fact that aggressive behaviors like spanking and gagging have become routine only as acts against women and not men suggests that these acts are not just part of sex, but part of a normalization of the sexual script of dominance and objectification of women. I gotta say, you gotta fight back. Someone's telling you, you start hitting them, and it's so much more fun. <laughs> oh, my God. I slapped a guy one time, and it was so fun. Yeah. I was like, can I, can I slap you? And he was like, sure. I did it, and I was like, oh, my God, that was amazing. <laughs> um, and then in feminists and for women porn, there was no difference um, in male to female objectification, so it was, it was equal, which is good. Gender gap in agency of mm. who has more control over, like, what they want. Um, so men orgasmed more in all of the categories, which is surprising to me. Like even in the feminists. Yep. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, but I mean, that could also be that we can't really tell when a woman orgasms. Yeah. Unless she's like squirting and even then. Um, so the researcher said if women see that orgasm as possible during sexual activity and that it is something desired and normal, they may begin to incorporate that specific activity, and that is something desired and normal. They may incorporate that specific script into their lives. So the more that you see some orga- a woman orgasming, the more accepted it will become for yourself. Mm. So when I grew up just seeing... Well, that's that's really why I'm so into lesbian porn. Mm-hmm. And I see everyone like being pleased. Like The first video I think I told you about was um, Brie Olsen and Sasha Gray. Yeah. So fucking hot, and... It is very aggressive, and, like, they are, one of them is dominating the other, um, but, like, they're just both clearly very into it. It's Mm -hmm. consensual, and they're orgasming all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then the gender gap in agency. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Oh, wait, sorry. I literally just went over that one. Women initiated sex 
more in the feminist category than men did, which was cool. Mm. Um, which like you know shows that women can say what they want first. I love initiating sex. Mm-hmm. It's so much hotter. Yeah. And it's like let's just get this shit done. Yeah, like <laughs> let's get this show on the road. <laughs> um, so then at the end of every study, there is a discussion part where they just sort of break everything down. Um, so in this section. Something really annoying just happened. We uh, we recorded a lot, and it, it didn't actually record. So Yeah. We just talked. <laughs> <laughs> We're really upset. Okay, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to read something <laughs> to finish off my study. Miriam also gave an amazing study, but... It's not as fun. This is more fun. We're going to talk about porn again. Yeah. Part two will come soon enough. And then we're going to answer an advice question from a lovely lady. But we're going to do this with some anger. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so to wrap up my study, basically, um, feminist queer porn is the best porn that you should watch. You should pay for your porn because it's ethical and it's going to be better than mainstream porn. As Miriam put it earlier, if you want McDonald's. You should go to mainstream porn. What did you say? And Pornhub is like McDonald's. It's cheap and easy. <laughs> but it's not going to be good quality. Yeah. Whereas um, pay, porn that you pay for is going to be like Whole Foods where you're getting mm-hmm. those organic porn stars. But I, I please look up Sasha Gray and Brie Olsen lesbian video. It is the best video I've ever seen. <clears throat> yeah, shit. I still have to watch that. Okay, so... This last paragraph um, from the study I'm going to read. Within typical mainstream pornography, women may learn the sexual script of self-objectification, which may lead to anxiety, body dissatisfaction, and a lack of sexual enjoyment. Additionally, heterosexual pornography is not providing women with scripts of sexual agency and empowerment, which is, um, you know, what you mostly find on mainstream porn. Of course, though, men may also be learning to be dominant and disregard the agency of their sexual partners. Overall, this dynamic creates a less enjoyable sexual experience for both parties. Therefore, it is important that sexuality educators, therapists, parents, peers, and other mentors help both men and women learn the importance of sexual communication and agency to create healthy sexual scripts that are not currently a part of mainstream pornography, which is exactly what this podcast is here for. So you're welcome for giving you a free service. Yeah, for real. Pay us. We should set up a Patreon. Someone was asking me the other day if we had one. For real? And she said she wanted to pay. No way. Yeah. Why didn't Carrie, you tell me that? I know. I totally forgot. Oh. I was like out with people. I know. I, well, oh, she's I don't want to take her money. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes. But Our friends should support us yeah. with money. Yeah. Just kidding. I do want to take your money. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, because we do buy microphones, different software programs. Like, we definitely put money into this and mm-hmm. don't get any out of it unless you use our code, SMHPOD. For 10% off your purchase at Dane, Dane Products. Products. Amazing. Which, they just came out with a new vibrator, so you should definitely get it. And they should send it to us as well. Yeah, guys, send it to us. <laughs> I'll hit them up. <laughs> yeah, give one of us the yellow one and one of us the purple. Because oh, we yeah. need to see if the colors... Okay, I want the purple one, though. Make a difference. Fuck, I want the purple one. I really don't like yellow. I mean, who does? Just kidding. Yellow's you know, great. My yes. childhood best friend who's coming over tomorrow loves yellow. Maybe we'll give her... Yeah, yeah, I should. Her birthday's coming up. Okay, I'm finding the question. We have named this woman Amelia. Amelia writes, 
So, I was with a guy that I liked. We're on the second date. We've had sex three times. I gave him oral sex three times, and he didn't. In the morning, I asked if he had an issue with doing oral. He said that he likes it, but it just wasn't that intimate yet. It wasn't intimate between him and her yet. I got super weeded out. He ghosted and broke up with me four days later. The question is, how can guys find that it's okay to receive oral when they won't do it back? And how to bring this up before the act? I feel like is she not Whew. maybe she doesn't speak english because there was a lot of grammatical errors but typing's hard yeah <laughs> girl if we haven't talked about this before <laughs> yeah men think it's okay because that's what society has taught men that they're allowed to take and take and women are supposed to give and give give and give um and i also have been taught that vaginas are gross which mm-hmm. they aren't they're beautiful and they're delicious beautiful. Mm. um in terms of how to <laughs> <laughs> I want you to eat me up. <laughs> Apparently I'm amazing at it. I think you would be with that <laughs> slurp. <laughs> but yeah, how to bring it up. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Blowjobs are earned and we don't give blowjobs until we've been satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes I won't give a blowjob until I feel like I don't want to have sex anymore. And I'm like, you've done a great job today, sweetie. And I'm going to reward you. That's what we should sell on our future apparel line blowjobs are earned yeah it's sexy it's sexy to like it makes them feel like they need to work for it which they do and then you you know what blowjobs are earned and then you're gonna give a mind-blowing blowjob it's not like they're gonna work hard to get a shitty half-ass blowjob you know you're gonna put in your work but only because they put in theirs work yeah and from the study that i just spoke about he probably watches a, a lot of porn not saying too much porn but a lot of mainstream Mainstream. (laughs) (laughs) uh anyway this is the second time that we're giving you advice even though it's only the first time you're hearing it so i think we're done yeah good luck i hope you get your pussy eaten Mm -hmm. and just keep listening to our podcast because i think that miriam will really empower you and hopefully (laughs) you're going to figure out how to get there and you can share your journey yeah amelia we're in the same boat same freaking boat and don't worry, plenty of guys have not eaten me out. Trust me. Mm-hmm. She just is um, very strong-willed and not giving them what they want, too. I mean, it's not like I live to give blowjobs, you know? I'm like, <laughs> I could skip it. <laughs> um, okay, Babe Review, subscribe. Five stars. Whoever gave us that one star, we see you, and... Um... We're gonna kill you. <laughs> it was definitely, like, a competitor who wants us to fail <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a good theory um but yeah if you if there's something you don't like about the podcast come to us first don't give us a bad review mm-hmm. give us come a good review. to us first come all over us first mm. <laughs> come shot yeah the money shot mm-hmm. um yeah thanks guys rate review subscribe thank you love and you. uh yeah yeah i love Except you that one person fuck you <laughs>